Can you lower my headphones for me, number one? The back knobs. You see the black thing in the back? Ah. Uh, that's too much. A little more. More. Right there. Good? I like it. I think we're good. <laughs> Episode. Rich's first sound check. It is. Should we keep that in? No. no probably not. <laughs> we could start right... Hold on, let me just make sure that I'm correct on the number of the episode. It's 18. It is indeed 18. Episode 18, Garage Party Podcast. Once again, coming to you live, not live, but coming to you from the Garage 109 here in Bayside. Streaming on Spotify. Looks good. Sounds SoundCloud, good. YouTube, iTunes. I have a sloth on my shirt. Google Podcast. You got a sloth coming out of your pocket. I went boring, just green today. Yeah, we're facing each other, right? We are. It's different. I feel like this is a, a much more interesting <laughs> dynamic that we have here for the podcast. Usually, you're you're over my right shoulder. Yeah. You know, usually and, I got like, our necks are kinked like this. Yeah. So now they're just seeing the side profile of us. Right. Exactly. Which, yeah. Yeah. You know, they've already seen enough of the frontal face. I'd say so. And like a pretty solid close up of both of our crotches because the, your camera's kind of on the ground, so it's just like yep gets all up in there. I love and stuff. Yeah. To the, to the nads. To the nads. But I like this a lot better now, you know, more like face-to-face yeah. conversation. Maybe this will make it easier to come up with topics. Good amount of space, too. I feel like in the future we can have like a... A lot of space, a lot of wings. I can go, I can extend my arms and you're not here. Yeah. I don't have to pet you. This way, too. Yeah, I know. We got plenty of room. Plenty of wingspan. You can fit yeah. Giannis so much, Antetokounmpo in here. So much room for activities. We got our banner. We do. In nice, the shot. Nice little spotlight. You probably can't see that, but nice little we spotlight need, on we it. We just need a sponsor. Fill these, uh, these drink wells. These beautiful coolers that Billy made. You know, I mean, prime real estate. We could show this to the potential sponsor. Like, this is just product placement to the max. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a perfect idea for a, you know, a, a beer or a liquor, some kind of alcoholic beverage, preferably, to sponsor us, and you get pro- perfect product placement. Not to mention, we have a lot more room to kind of have fun with in the garage here in terms. And maybe of we put up some banners. Yeah, if they want to supply us with some banners, we drape them in here and uh, really just nail it home. Who's who's a part of the team some, here at the uh, Garage Party Podcast? Paid product placement. Yeah, I think that would be great. Well, I want to make sure that people know first. Now, it's very rare that I would say turn off the episode that you're currently listening to with us. But I feel like we did a really poor job of promoting our last episode, which may be one of our best because we it was our first one in the garage and we had some guests. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that if you're listening to us right now, finish listening, but then be sure to go back if you didn't already and listen to episode 17 because I feel like that's one of our better episodes. Yeah, just start at one and listen to all of us. Yeah, you if know? you really want to you know, help us out, 18 hours worth or even more of the Garage Party it's Podcast a little would, bit more, yeah. would be ideal. Yeah, You can even catch up on our live streams. You can watch us. Uh, now we're talking like... More than a full day. Yeah. I mean, we have you covered now. We've amassed like 24 hours worth of content here at the Garage Party Podcast. Wow. That's got to, that's got to, you know, count for something, right? I'd say so. I mean, if people want to watch us for literally 24 hours, almost like the old Jerry Lewis telethon, you know, maybe we do, all day maybe long. we do a live stream where we're not even there. We just hit play on all of our content and, and people are just re watching all of our stuff, almost like a Garage Party Podcast marathon. Yeah, like a marathon. Be pretty cool. Have I don't people know who call watch in that. telethon style. Yeah. To do what? What are they? What are they donating to? What's the, what's the uh, telethon to raise money for? For the, to fund the garage. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to donate to the garage, maybe we can start up like a a, Go a garage me. GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay our rent for us. Yeah, you know, you really want to help us out. Uh, take care of our rent. Take care of the bill for the garage. Like you see, we got a barbecue here. Pay for some burgers. Throw on that bad boy. Yeah, maybe that's another little bit of. This area for uh, paid product placement. Another Let's product placement. Stickers. If there's somebody who wants to sponsor this us. This grill, sponsored by Nathan's. The New York Mets. <laughs> no, that'd be nice. Garage Party Podcast brought to you by the official podcast of the New York Mets. Maybe we, we get so big one day we get a banner at City Field. What do you think? That'd be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? Queens, I mean, we're Queens I mean, there's, based. A, there's a lot of big podcasts out there. I don't see a single podcast banner in any stadium. I don't think they're technically allowed to associate themselves with any one podcast. Or maybe they are. They just don't want to Teams? just in case something happens. You know, like we I've say seen like radio controversial. Like I've seen like uh, for like the Breakfast Club, I've seen banners for in ballparks. I mean, it's also probably not going to help us get a deal with the Mets, the fact that you're wearing a Dodger hat. That's not going to be great. They're not going to like that. Not gonna put us in City Field, and then they people I, come I, on and watch I us, and you're repping the Dodgers. Dream. I didn't think they'd actually would. I know it's just the pipe dream is dead, it, eviscerated within <laughs> seconds, gone. 
you know, if they're like, okay, you know what, we're actually thinking about sponsoring you. I'm sure the official do, podcast of the they would do the a deep dive and see what was it episode three or four where we were talking <laughs> about dolphin dicks. Dolphin dicks, yeah, uh, that was one of our better ones, I think. That if you go way far back, like episode two territory, you'll see that uh, we went on a quest for Johnny Chan. That did not work out. We never found him. Yeah, but that wouldn't hurt our sponsorship. But talk about dolphin dicks, Mike. You think? I don't think so. Do you want to throw money at somebody talking about dolphin dicks all day? I mean, do they want to throw some money at somebody who, you know, opens the show with, would you rather your daughter be a whore or a flamboyant son? I thought it was a good opener. It's a great opener, but I'm not sure a lot of businesses <laughs> want to be in in business our, with our them. Guests, our guests didn't like it as an opener. <laughs> <laughs> Again, be sure to go back and watch episode 17. One of our better ones, I think. We've had a couple, like, if I had to pick, like, our top five, I'd have to go back and, like, kind of re-listen to them because they all kind of start to morph together after a little while. But yeah, we've had some good ones, I think. Four, I think, I think with this, was fun. I think with this garage, it kind of lends itself to guests. You know, like, it's cool, like, just me and you in here. We have a lot more room. But I think when we have, like, yeah, we four get, people or even, you know, a third, that's pretty good. Like, we could do some serious Our, our staff over here running our camera and our, and our mixer board, too, really like it. Yeah. They got a little area for themselves. They do. They have like their own. Our uh, whole production team. Yep. On behind the camera. That's right. Yeah. First name try, last name pod. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think that this garage just kind of lends itself to uh, conversational content. We should have guests in here, bring some people yeah, in. Yeah, good format, like around one table instead of us just kink, yeah kink neck on the couch. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, so much room for activities. I can I can go this way. You're a little, no you're a little jammed in there with the boxing bag, yeah. but you know you're all right. Nice, good, good, solid form. Yeah, good form. Hammer fist, kidney punches, good stuff. Um, but definitely in the future we can add a couple cameras. Up yeah, the production of we it. We could have you know like a, you know, there's plenty of room. Like I said, there's plenty of room to do like some fun things in here. I think we could add some lights, some banners, some stuff like that. Might want to get rid of that spider web, but. Uh, you know, those are going to keep coming. But yeah, they'll, they'll we are. Back. It is a garage. garage. This is not. <laughs> we're not. You know, blowing smoke up your ass here. We're, this is the Garage Party Podcast, and maybe we, we put are in soundproofing a panels. You think? I feel like, you know, the fact that people sometimes park next to us, open their garage door, pull their cars in, and park next to us, kind of uh, contributes to the authenticity of the garage. A little bit, maybe. Really gives people, you know, like, wow, these guys, these guys are actually sitting in I think garage. our neighbor might have made a cameo for a second in the last episode because we, we did a two-camera, and it was on yeah. an angle, so it was, like, right at his face as soon as he got out of the car. Yeah. Might have to uh, maybe blur, blur that out, yeah. Yeah, Unless he's want to watch. So you want to get, like, some waiver consent forms, you know? Get him to sign it. <laughs> Slip it under the Slip chain Slip it under link. his uh, apartment door or under the chain link. Yeah. Be like, listen, you appear in our episode, and we kind of need you to sign this, so sign. On the dotted line. And if he doesn't, blurry. He's out. Or the black bars. I like the black bars. Black bars, blurs, anything that works to get rid of his face. I don't know if I set who's playing tonight. We got the... Uh, well, you got the Lakers who could wrap this up. Um, I was talking more about football. So I know Bucks, the Bears. Bears. Bucks, Bears. Yeah. Hmm. If you want to watch Tom Brady. I currently don't have Montgomery in my... Oh, I'm playing your girlfriend, actually. Are you really? In this lineup, you yeah. got to beat her. She's like top of the league right now, you know. What is she? She's at? getting a big head. She's like three and one. Yeah, so she's only got one more win than I do, and you. Yeah, but still, you don't want her to ascend to the top too quick. Run away with this damn thing. It's a wide open league, honestly. Wide open. Me and you are both two and two. She's three and one. Nobody undefeated anymore. That's gone. Everybody in the league has suffered at least one loss. I'm in a very Difficult position this week. So I have Le'Veon Bell coming back. I don't know how much I'm going to get from him. Devontae Adams is on a bye week. Nick Chubb is hurt. I'm having a – it's a rough uh, a rough week for me. If I pull off the victory this week, it would be something else. Someone offered me a trade for Montgomery, but I obviously – I haven't even decided if I want – well, I don't even like the trade, honestly. I'm going to reject it right here on air. Bang. Done. Rejected it. Live on air. It was Jerry Judy and Zach Moss for Montgomery. When yeah, I that's have not good. You, you got to reject that. Yeah. You got to reject that. I mean, I would take Judy, but I have 
yeah, I have McLaren. I have Michael Brown, Marquise Brown, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Thielen and Debo Samuel. Well, while we're on the topic of like, you know, fantasy stuff, uh, I don't think we've ever informed our listeners of the bet that took place two weeks ago now with the Jets. We, we did it on air, and then we well, we ended up following through with it and actually making the bet on the UFC fights and the Jets. Oh, that game. I thought you meant like the uh, no, I'm talking about division. the the on air one that we did or we discussed it at least. Yeah, uh, that we would bet on the. Jets versus Colts game, going back two games now yeah. for the Jets because we we, uh, we took them on beating the Colts on the money line. Needless to say, it did not work out. Didn't work. But to be fair, we also it, did a parlay. It also yeah, it would have been dead anyway because we picked uh, Dominic Reyes at UFC 250. It wouldn't have been dead. We did them separately. We did the UFC and the Jets separately. The bet we had told them we were doing was a. Three event parlay. Yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't do that. We did two in the parlay, which was Dominic Reyes knocking out Jan uh, Blagojevic. How you pronounce his name? Jan Blakovic. Blakovic did not happen. Jan Blakovic knocked him out. So immediately our parlay was shot dead in the head. Finished. We also bet on Israel Adesanya to win in the by decision. By decision, finished him in eight minutes. So and added a hump. On top of it, <laughs> you know, just to kind of like really Completely hammer it home. Paolo Costa, yeah. who ever since he lost that fight has just been going nuts on social media about how pissed he is that, you know, Izzy Adesanya humped him and all that <laughs> crazy shit. I don't know. Is there anything that can happen worse to you and more disrespectful to you than to have a fighter knock your ass out to the ground and then get on top of you and just thrust on your back full force <laughs> like he's hammering home a goddamn spike in a railroad, the, is there anything more disrespectful it, than that? It was it was a gentle one. No, it wasn't. There was nothing gentle about that. That was, was the a, final thrust. It was a little. It was a stroke. No, no, no. That's the final thrust. Right before you, you know, right before you finish that final little boom. Just want to get it in there. Boom. That was what Izzy Adesanya did to Paolo Costa, and of course Paolo did not take it very well because ever since he's been on social media going on rants about how it's so disrespectful and he wants to fight Izzy again, it's a bunch of crap. Bunch he, of crap. He got he, smoked. He's using the hump as a way to get a rematch against Israel Adesanya. <laughs> and I guarantee you that if they fought again, Israel Adesanya is so dominant and took care of Paolo Costa so quickly. He's going to hump him twice. He would hump him again and this time make <laughs> sure that he blew his goddamn back out when he did it. That's, that's what would happen to Paolo Costa. I think he should just put down the Instagram, put down the social media. You got humped. It's over with. Move on. Sometimes a guy kicks your ass and humps you. Sometimes you get humped. Sometimes you're the hammer. Sometimes you're the nail. And Paolo was the nail in this case, that's for sure. Because Izzy laid down that hammer after yep. that fight. And really... Well, during the fight. During the fight, yeah. No, it was after the fight. He already knocked him out. Referee called a stop. And during the it fight. It was over. Then he gets on top and, you know, really just gives it to him. <laughs> One of the best, most disrespectful, but yet things that I've loved in the last... I think Brock Lesnar did that, too. Really? Yeah. So disrespectful, but yet so... He also went over to Paolo Costa's coach and told him that he was going to come on his face. Yeah, which I I like that part. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you know, he just... From the hump, I guess. It's unbelievable. He was very fired up. Unbelievable. And then he continued it for days. Yeah. Because after his fight, he had a quarantine. So Yes, that's right. He took to social media and Mm -hmm. went on a whole other level. Yeah. Well, we've, uh, yeah, that was uh, two UFC events ago. But we just wanted to catch you up on our bet that did not. Maybe three. Plan. Was it a f- Did not pan out. What, did we, what was after that? No, it was just a Holly Holm fight. Oh, okay. Holly, by the way, dominating. Start to finish. Irene Aldana had no shot. No Rich, shot. Rich counted her out, too. I did. I actually bet on Aldana. I picked her on DraftKings. Didn't work. Yeah. Did not work. I, I could have told you that. And could've, you do it right I away, too. I could have saved you. This was just like a slow precision, like a slow burn that just dominated just for Holly Holm. There's, there's these levels to striking, and uh, some of the women's division is just not at the level of Holly Holm. No, Holly's top of her game. Holly is, like, back to the top of her game. She is uh, – if – 
the last fight against Irene Aldana is any any indication? She is peak Holly Holm. I mean, she's only lost to the very best. You know, she's she lost has. to that was Nunes, kind of the, uh, Chichenko, Deronda May, right? And that Cyborg. was kind of the, that was kind of the point you were making to me the other day. You were like, you know, she's only lost like a couple times, and it's always been to like really good fighters. Yeah. So to think that she was going to lose to an Irene Aldana may have been a little overzealous on my part, but I didn't think that she was going to dominate nearly the way she did. Two and zero post divorce too. Yeah, that was another uh, argument you were making. <laughs> said she was getting held down by mediocre dick mediocre dick was holding holly back uh, quote unquote well like i told (laughs) like i texted you man if her performance was any indicator then she's just been getting railed out by some serious dick because she is just (laughs) top of her game maybe that was the maybe that was the swing no dick at all no distractions i know a lot of dick distractions. i think a lot of athletes take that take that uh tactic the no dick distraction? At least maybe like, I think a couple of them do it maybe like a week before a fight. You know, just to make sure that your testosterone level and your energy level is at an all-time peak. Uh, well, Ronda Rousey had said it for women, it works the opposite way. Like you need? Like it boosts the testosterone for women. Not doing it or doing it? Doing it. Okay. So if you're around a UFC fighter the day before a fight, you're Help probably going to have a good night. Help a girl out. <laughs> well, no, just Help for women. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, if you're around, like, Holly for her next yeah. fight. Help a girl out. Help a girl out. Boost the testosterone. Damn. You know what? I'm no scientist. But the, No scientist, but you know what? If that's the case, then the guy that she banged right before that fight, he's going to be on call for every one of her fights because that's the best that she's looked at in a long time. I feel like if she's superstitious in any way, shape, or form, you know she's going back to that dick. She's bringing him into his camp. Her Have camp. to. Have to. He may not do anything. He may not just be – he may not even be a UFC guy. Could be anybody. <laughs> he's a fluffer. He's just like, yeah, he's just a dick. He's a fluffer. That's it. He's just like, Holly is like, I need, that's that's who I need before I fight or else I can't fight. I, I won't fight. You never know. Very interesting. I didn't know about that, the opposite testosterone thing. That was I, a, I don't know. That's just what Ronda Rousey said. I think she just wanted to have sex before her fights. Maybe. Yeah. Fair enough. I know. I know men athletes like to usually take the tactic of not having sex yeah, before laying, a, a big off, game to not fight. waste any testosterone yeah you don't want to waste it towards mm-hmm. you know you want to keep it all do you think that makes you like angrier if you lose or are you just so disappointed that you lost that it's like it doesn't even matter i don't know if that would make you angry that you lost i think if you lose you're angry because you lost i mean it's like yeah i lost but i also just gave up like a month of having sex i don't know if they do it the whole month even mm-hmm. so, actually, maybe because like so, if some of them are married and then they're in the gym twenty four seven for six weeks sometimes. Yeah, so you never know. Isn't technically right now? Aren't the NBA players supposed to be not having sex? Yeah, you think in they're theory, following that? no, of course not. But in theory, aren't they? Isn't that the rule they're supposed to be following? Yeah, I don't think it matters for basketball. Maybe that's why Miami's playing so well. Maybe, why Miami's, maybe Miami's so followed well? the rules? They weren't the favorite in the East. Maybe Boston and so the uh, hormonal shift is what led to Miami. Led Miami reaching the as, finals as the six seed in. Yes, maybe they're the only ones who actually follow the rules. Everything mm. of that. The Lakers are just too talented. They could have sex nine times a day and still make the finals. I don't think it's all about that. Mm. You know, it's a good theory. I mean, all I know is that, and granted, I'm not like the biggest NBA guy. You're much bigger into the NBA than I am, but from everything I heard, the Heat were not expected to make the finals. They just weren't. No, absolutely. No, Beginning six, of the season. Six seeds never. You know, six yeah. seed has all the st- parts stacked like, against them. Not even, you know, like when the playoffs began. I'm talking about like preseason. Like the Heat were never even in consideration for the Eastern Conference and Finals. It's they, always like Boston. They beat several good teams. But right. they're also deep. They play together as a team. Yeah. And they got hot. Why? <laughs> the hormonal <laughs> shift, the I hormonal guess. hormonal shift. Maybe that's why. You never know. I think there's a lot of factors, especially like. You know, which teams were doing the right thing during the, the yeah. laps in yeah. playing. Who was training and stuff. But I also feel like if that's the case, then Miami needs to, like, come out and say that because they need to, like, release that on the world. Like, they, you want to be successful? Follow these guidelines and you will be successful because look what happened to us. Well, I think we they, made the NBA they would finals. Need, they would need to win in order to put out some sort of statement like, nah, hey, the hormonal here's shift, the blueprint. No, nah, the hormonal shift can only take you so far. <laughs> like I said, the LeBron and Anthony Davis – Contavious Colwell, Pope, Danny Green. There's just too many players. Alex Cruz. There's too many players on the Lakers. So you're not going to beat them regardless. Maybe next but week we'll get LeBron in. That'd be nice. 
and uh, see in garage, you know. Maybe you could bring the Larry O'Brien trophy, smack it right down here on the desk. Yep, and sh- a little bit of champagne right here in the yeah. ice well. Little Dom Perignon, stick that right in the cooler. Have uh, LeBron and AD come in here. I don't think they can fit in here. They'll fit. You think? Yeah. How tall fit. is this? He would definitely hit his. I mean, I'm six four. I'm almost hitting my head. You think Anthony Davis is fitting in here? Oh, like on the lights that I hung up, you'll definitely. No, I'm talking about like this bar. Definitely hitting that. No, that's pretty high. There, th- Anthony Davis would a thousand percent hit that, and it wouldn't even be close. He would actually probably hit the. Is this going to have to be the second episode where I bring out a tape measure? Did you bring it out last episode? No, we brought it out uh, when we, you were saying if I wanted to be 18 inches tall. Oh, yeah, would you rather be too tall or too short? <laughs> I would say that this bar is probably like six foot, six inches off the ground, and Anthony Davis is seven feet. So there's a good chance that— I, I think it's more than seven feet. Is he, He's more than seven feet? I think he's like 6'10", but I think that is higher than seven feet. Not the bar. No way. Because I'm 6'4", and I almost hit it. Stand up in front under it. You might have to take your heads off. You got some space. Mm. <laughs> you got you got some space. Maybe that's like what four inches? That's six eight. He's six ten. I have to get the tape measure. Nah, it's not worth it. We can do it afterwards and announce it on the next show. By the time you measure, oh, so much suspense. Wherever you want to get, tape measure's right in there. But I mean, I'm assuming once they probably win the title tonight, and we're filming this on uh, Thursday. October the 8th. So there's a good chance when you listen to this tomorrow, we already have NBA champions. Yeah. And there's a good chance and, uh, that it's going to be LeBron. And there's a good chance. There's a slight chance they're going to have to duck when they come and get interviewed by well, us. Well, I would love to have them in here. I tell you what, I'd love to find out. I mean, we got time. Like, I'll, I'll take a saw and make this garage bigger. You may have to for them, especially if they want to bring Dwight Howard with them, who's like 7'2". We're going to need a bigger boat. Okay. Nicely done. We're going to need a bigger garage. Speaking of, we have boats I'll reach right out. behind Rich. I'll send an email out to the Lakers PR team and see if, uh, you know, if he's going to be in Queens, we might as well have him. <laughs> <laughs> if he's going to fly here, I'm yeah. sure he's probably doing like all the shows, right? Don't you usually do that after you win the finals? Yeah, you usually he's do gotta a little go on, press like, tour. Fallon, little Kimmel, little Conan. I don't know if uh, LeBron and AD have to do that. You know, I think it's guys like. Uh, well, I think there's a good chance that Anthony Davis is going to be the MVP of the series. So I think. LeBron and AD should probably do it together. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do a press tour. You don't think so? Maybe not during COVID. Yeah, especially like a lot of those like late night shows and all those are like. And I highly doubt that they would, you know, come here not knowing where we've been and, you know, if this is like a COVID hot zone or something, you know. I'll do it over webcam with them. Yeah, we could just kind of set them up on a laptop right here. Yeah. You know, I'll reach out to the Lakers PR team after <laughs> they win. I'm sure they won't be too busy. <laughs> Be like, listen, we're looking to get LeBron or – honestly, what I should say is, like, we will literally take any Laker that you give us for five minutes on a Zoom call. Nah, I won't take any Laker. It has to be, what, one of the starting five or, like, one of the yeah, for sure. seven or eight rotational players? I don't want a bench player. I'll take Dwight Howard. I would take Dwight. I think Dwight would be a good interview. Would you take J.R. Smith? Mm. He's reckless. I'm actually completely wrong. They don't even play tonight. They play tomorrow. So you're not going to be uh, – this is the first time they've had two days off in between games. So um, so the when day you're listening to this, there will not be a new NBA champion yet. Well, depending on when Because I thought listen. they played tonight and they don't. Depending on when you listen. But we're recording on Friday, October 8th. So the game is on October 9th. What if they gave us JaVale McGee? Uh, I could talk to him. Markeith Morris? Nah. I feel like I would love to talk to Rondo. Rondo's a good one. Rondo's a good one. J.R. Smith, I think, is a good one. J.R. Smith's a wild card. You just never know what he's going to say. Yeah. He can come in here in Garage 109 and just go on like a 30-minute tangent about how, you know, racist everybody is. Or he can come in ripped and not say anything. Yeah. It's a possibility, too. He falls asleep in the garage. We wake him up the next day. J.R., it's time to go home. (laughs) Just B-roll of him, like, snoozing away with a blunt in his mouth. And the Larry O'Brien trophy at his feet. See, that that would be the main thing. Like, can we get someone who will bring the trophy? What if they offered us Costas Antetokounmpo, Giannis' brother? Has he played a minute? Uh, he is averaging four minutes in the regular season. That has not played a minute I don't think I've seen him come in. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him come in. Hasn't come in. I don't even know Avery Bradley was on this team. Is he hurt? 
How is Avery Bradley not played in the playoffs? He's got to be hurt, right? Yeah, sign me up for LeBron. Okay. Or I think Rondo might be second, and then AD. I think we AD. Nah, I would take AD over Rondo. You know, somebody who actually like is dominating the finals is probably going to win the MVP. I'd probably take him. He's kind of boring. He does. I mean, I think like a mouse, like that's a mouse just, full of marbles. That's just he's too big for himself. He's six foot ten. They all sound like that. You ever hear Boban Marjanovic? Well, yeah, he's got an accent too, though. Well, yeah, he's Croatian, but he's also like he has giantism. Gigantins, gigantism, gigantism. Yeah, he does. See his ears, his hands, everything's oversized. He's huge. No, I. Yes, yes. And he's, he's growing. He's absolutely huge. And but you still grow also, until the day you die. Right. He's absolutely huge. There's no question about it. And one of my favorite players in the league. But he also has a condition called gigantism. That's like, it's like a real thing. Yeah, it's you not, keep growing until you die. Yeah. He's huge. Like, his ears are probably bigger than your head. Uh, that sounds like a stretch, but... His hands probably cover, like, this entire wooden... Oh, that's for sure. Like, that whole thing. I think this is only, like, 11 inches. Yeah, his hands are definitely bigger than that. Probably maybe more towards like this one. Same size. <laughs> I meant like more width-wise, maybe. Oh. Yeah. No. That's really big. He's got big hands. <laughs> They're big. Big hands. Have you ever seen his girlfriend? No. She's like four foot nine. What, are you going to suck this guy's dick? What, like? what? I love Bobar. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what that thing looks like. Have you seen his ears? <laughs> Have you seen his hands? Have you seen his hands? And his feet. He's huge. And now his girlfriend. Huge. Yeah. He's huge. He's big. Biggest man ever. He wouldn't fit in here. He'd fit. No, he would not. He'd you fit. do not realize how big these players are. They're big. They're, big is not the correct word. When I was around Kristaps Porzingis, I contemplated things all the time of places that he couldn't go. The New York City subway. He couldn't go. He can go. No, he can't. He can go to the subway. He can, not standing. He can. He can stand in the subway. No, he can't. There's no way. The subway is like eight feet. No, it's not. Your that head means. almost hits the. Su- my head almost hits the subway ceiling. It is not eight feet, and it's not anywhere close to eight feet. It's like <laughs> you also thought it almost. It's hits like this six bar, six. and there's like a foot above your head. It's like six six. It also it it's tapered. It goes down as you know. Well, Porzingis seven one. Yeah. Like a legit seven one. Okay. So. I don't think so. <clears throat> Tape measure. Yeah, bring it out. Bring it out. <laughs> um, crazy stuff. I'm gonna reach out to the Lakers PR team. Maybe we'll get Caruso. Tell them to send us their shortest player. I will literally. I mean, if they say, uh, "Listen, you know, you guys are nobody. You have, you know, you're a Bayside based podcast. We're all the way across the country in Los Angeles. Nobody even, you know, cares. We're gonna give you our like fourth trainer in case the first three trainers get COVID. We'll take them." Because you know what? It's a member of the Lakers organization who has a ring. And we'll take him. It's like what I said about Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. I don't want to talk to the fourth trainer. I don't want to talk to any trainer. on the. I don't want to talk to the first trainer. Who's a coach that I would talk to? Like an to? assistant coach. Talk to an assistant coach? Like, yeah. But not, yeah, probably not. not Jason Kidd because he is an assistant coach on the Lakers. Yeah, no. Like I, if it's Jason Kidd, obviously, you would talk to Jason it's an NBA Kidd. legend. But yeah. I don't want to talk to a coach. I think I'd rather talk to Jason Kidd over Frank Vogel. Yeah, probably. Right? I don't want to talk to Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel, you know. This is what I'm talking about. Like, coaching in basketball, Frank Vogel's not coming to Bayside either. Why not? It's a beautiful garage. Jason Kidd? He might. Oh, because Jason Kidd's not bougie? He's he's a man of the streets. (laughs) Yeah, he's a man of the streets as he lives in his goddamn Calabasas Malibu mansion out there making... $12 $12 million a year to clap for LeBron every time he gets an assist. Coming back to the streets. He's coming to Bayside. Yeah, he's coming back to the streets. He knows the area. He does. He Well, when he played with the Nets, you know, he played in one of the roughest neighborhoods in the country. Yeah. So. When he played with the Knicks, he knows, he knows how to get garden. around. He fits in the subway. He definitely fits in the subway. No questions there. He fits. Anthony Davis? Here, uh, not so much. Here, an ice cream truck? Mr. Softy. No, I, that's not their jingle. That's Mr. Softy. It's been that jingle for 100 years. I would know that jingle anywhere. I've heard that jingle sometimes it's in my very sleep. Faint. It's getting further away from us. 
But it's definitely Mr. Softy. I don't know if it is. I think so. Mr. Softy is a classic whole American ice cream. I've heard the jingle since I was three. Know it anywhere. I've heard it in my sleep. <laughs> Woken up dreaming of the truck parked in my bedroom. A double cone? Yep. Or shake. Remember those double cones? You ever get this? Yeah, I feel like the people who used to get like the ice cream bars. Silly. It depends on the truck. I used to actually like the chocolate eggclairs. You remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Those My uh, middle school ice cream machine had one of those. All those. Things. Yeah, those are good. Remember the Stone Cold Steve Austin ones? Yeah. And they had all the all the. Uh, it was WWF, and they had a bunch of like the trading cards. Yeah. There was also like the the, uh, the candy, SpongeBob one. Candy cigarettes. SpongeBob was a classic one. Candy cigarettes. One. Yeah. The SpongeBob. And then, uh, there was also like an Elmo, or like a blue something, Cookie Monster maybe. Somebody Sam. Did Yosemite Sam have a uh, have an yeah. ice cream with the with the little gumball eyeballs? Oh, and the mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm. It's like being nine and then, again. Uh, you ever buy like Wolf Pack from the ice cream man? No, what are those? Little snappers you throw on the ground. They Poppers, psh- yeah, I know those. Yeah. yeah, used to get those a lot. And the uh, candy cigarettes. I actually had a candy cigarette one time. It wasn't a candy cigarette. It was a fake cigarette, and I don't know why I got it. I was young. I was like eight or nine, and in it. Like, if you blew it out, smoke would come out. Like, fake smoke would come yeah. out, but it was really just, like, dust. So I, being an idiot, inhaled it like a real cigarette, and the dust shot right back to my back of my throat. I thought and I was going to die. thought I was going to die. That would have been, you know, like one of those things where you would never see those again because a kid died using one. I would have been the reason that you would never see candy cigarettes again, ever. Because there's a good chance that they would have discontinued them after that. I got the regular, like, I don't even know. What are they, just Sugar? The candy ones? Yeah, the candy cigarettes like with the little sugar, isn't it? tiny red tip. Yeah, don't do this, though. <laughs> I did this. A little tiny red trim. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like, uh, you know, like a... M- yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they that's that's the terrible. Miami Heat aren't they're, doing. That's they're why they're terrible. in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like them. They're disgusting. Like them. They're just ridiculous. They're literally just for show. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, why would anybody eat those? What was your favorite ice cream as a kid? And now, has it changed as you've grown older? Uh, Flavor and like almost kind. It's always been chocolate. Always been chocolate. Always a chocolate guy. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it's still chocolate. Yeah. See, when I was a kid, I feel like I leaned are more you, towards Are you chocolate. asking like my favorite place to go to get it? I guess both. <laughs> Toppings. Has that changed your favorite topping? No, just the more chocolate, the better. For me, I've had almost like an ice cream overhaul as I've grown older. Because when I was a kid, chocolate was everything. It was everything. And now as I'm getting older, I'm more of a vanilla guy, which is weird. Maybe I'm just chocolateed out, but I'll still have I chocolate. Like, I like vanilla. Yeah, Especially if it's on like a warm brownie, introduce that chocolate to yeah. me. Yeah. Like I don't and just usually, have a bowl of vanilla. No, and if you're going to have like a brownie or a cookie, it's always vanilla that goes on top, which mm-hmm. I always found strange. I guess they don't want to do like the chocolate chocolate, you know, like double chocolate. I mean, I would do that all the time. Nice. Yeah. I still do that. I think vanilla just makes like a nicer pairing. But what's your favorite? Is it Carvel? Is that your favorite place? Uh, just off accessibility because it's what we, I always had. Mm-hmm. And Ain't, can't get more accessible than it is now either. No. I could walk there right now and be back before be back you say Carvel. That's right. It's that close. Mm-hmm. It's great to have. And pretty soon we'll have an IHOP. Same thing. Yeah. That's good too. That's going to be clutch. Which we found out yesterday. Rich has never had Dairy Queen. No. Never had it. Heard yeah. nothing but good things, though. All right. Well, we're going to have to go. Yeah. You're probably going to pass. You're going to the Pennsylvania this weekend. You're going to pass. Like I see six a lot of them out there. You're going to pass yeah. like six of them. I'll wait for you, though. I'll get it with you. I feel like it's my first time right. with you. I won't be offended if you pull over for a grill, I feel like for I a grill and chill. Yeah, but I feel like I have to wait for you because I don't know what, I, what the hell I'm ordering. Get a blizzard. That's what you're ordering. Are there different kinds? Yeah. How many different types of blizzards? Depends on the time of year. They change them all the time. You being the expert, what am I looking at this time of year? Uh well if you're going like I feel like you might like the cookie dough one I do like cookie dough a lot so cookie so dough that's is a good probably move. a good guess um, now when you say blizzard I go brownie blast when you say blizzard you're basically saying this is like a McFl- um, like a McFlurry is that what we're it's, yeah it's a cup of ice cream that's that pretty, they, pretty basic. that they like mix up so they put the ingredients and then they, in it they, and they they hand it to you like this upside down is that like the rule yeah. They have to hand it to you upside down. Because, like, it, it, it's it, just to prove that, like, how thick our ice cream is, mm-hmm. it's not going to come out. Mm-hmm. 
That's what she said. Yeah. How thick it is. How thick that ice cream is. <laughs> it's just not going to come out. Um, I think uh, I would say probably cookie dough would be my first my first choice. But the brownie blast sounds delicious. There's there's a bunch of them. I could pull up a... Dairy Queen's menu. Nice. See what we're working, out, see what we're working with? Yeah. How's their regular food? Uh, you ever been to a Sonic? It's like a Sonic. No. Never had Sonic. Never had Dairy know. Queen. Well, never had Jack in the Box. Well, th- that's way different. I've only had uh, what's a In and Out Burger in California. Yeah, because that's really the only place you can get it. Uh, Jack in the Box and In and Out shouldn't even be in the same sentence. Yeah, completely different. Yeah, Jack it, in the Box is like a full blown uh, fast food burger. Where In and Out is more. All right, so it being fall, these are the limited time options. Um, blizzards. Like pumpkin. You got you got a pumpkin pie. Of course. You got a caramel pie. Caramel apple pie. Ooh. A choco-dipped strawberry blizzard. Mm. Snickerdoodle cookie dough. Brownie dough. Oreo mocha fudge. And then the signature creations are chocolate chip cookie dough. Turtle pecan. Choco brownie extreme. Chocolate brownie extreme. And extreme. then the classics, the M&M, the Snickers, the Heath Bar, the Butterfinger, the Oreo, the Reese's. Those are your, you know, your originals. Yeah, that's your. It's where the foundation was laid. Mm-hmm. Now they've kind of, you know, built like all these elaborate windows and doors and uh, skylights with the apple pie and the pumpkin pie. And those are just kind of like the things yeah. that, you know. They added like an Amazon Alexa in the in Exactly, the exactly, right. The foundation was built on the Heath Bar and the M&M's. And, you know. Put up crown molding. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's yeah, what that's what renovated. the strawberry snickerdoodle whatever the fuck, yeah, that's what that is. Okay. Uh, based off what you just told me, I think I, I'm a big apple pie guy, so maybe I go with that. But also like cookie dough sounds it's intriguing. Also, yeah, it's limited time that apple pie one. I'm assuming it probably runs through the fall, right? It's like November, December. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I'm down to go. Maybe one of these weekends we'll uh, we'll hit it up. Maybe on the way back from on the 17th, on the way back from the couch. Uh, there may be one we pass. I don't really know where all of them are. So you can find one. It's not that many. There's one in Long Island, at least in you know off Hempstead Turnpike. It that took, we passed took yesterday. years for us to get that. Really? That's like one of the only ones. Yeah, and then like as soon as like the year I was moving out from where I used to live, we got one. They put one like right there. Yeah, I feel it like opened up like on Christmas, and me and Lauren were in heaven. Oof. That's nice. Yeah. It's almost like a little added Christmas gift. Yeah, it was a Christmas miracle. It really was. A Christmas miracle, as some might say. Hmm. Yeah, I'm down. Down to definitely try some it. Some Dairy Queen. For sure. Um, <laughs> it's going to be difficult to top Carvel. Carvel for me is just it's excellent. There's n- I have no complaints ever I with Carvel. I feel like it's, it's just good. You know, I feel like. I think it's great. I feel like it's very light and airy sometimes. It's creamy. Which is why I go to Carvalanche because like, yes. they thicken it up. Yep. Well, they throw a bunch of shit in there. Yeah. You know, you can put whatever you want in there. But uh, I feel like Friendly's is oh. really good. Friendly's is awesome. Friendly's is an underrated one, though. Friendly's, I think, is like uh, – but Friendly's is also really good with regular food. Like, I would go to Friendly's and just eat, mm-hmm. you know, like a sandwich. Like, they have those, like, that honey barbecue chicken. Yeah, the su- Supreme Melt. Yeah, it's like a grilled cheese, but with like mm-hmm. the chicken tenders on it, like the barbecue chicken tenders or whatever. Those are delicious. Um, obviously, the, the ice cream is ten out of ten. But I've gone there more just to get ice cream than I've gone to eat and get ice cream. I think that's more what they're known for. Yeah, is the ice cream. But I've also had food there before that's been flawless. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, I think of all the ice cream places that are designated ice cream places, but also have food. Friendly's is probably near the top of the list. And then, uh, well, it doesn't have food, but Cold Stone. I was going to say Cold Stone is up there, too. Cold, Cold Stone's, Stone's really excellent. Yeah. Cold Stone is more like a... I know uh, you like, like haagen right? Love. Do not like. Love haagen I think haagen ice cream is just... It's not like any ice cream I've had before. I think that's what it is. It has like a different taste, you know? It's almost like a richer... It's, it's the most fattening ice cream out there on the market, which is easy to see why. Because it's like just so... 
creamy and tasty. But like one pint of that is like you might as well eat like I feel six like it loaves has of bread. Less flavor than say like a Ben and Jerry's, like a straight up chocolate. Well, here's like the thing. So I think Hagen does is ice cream. Like just their ice cream can stand on its own and be delicious. Where Ben and Jerry's has the tonight dough and all these like chunky monkey banana you, funky you, whatever the fuck and if, they're just delicious if any of those like in the ben and jerry's that have chocolate if you just taste the, the chocolate, chocolate itself ice cream, i think it tastes better than, than most, most chocolate ice creams yeah i mean it, you know it's to each his own i, I think hagen ice cream on its own is delicious where i think ben and jerry's has mastered the art of like Packing a packing container. a container with as much delicious ingredients as it possibly can without and like you know. a pint of Hagen Dazs, I feel like I eat so quickly. Yeah, but like a Ben and Jerry's, I could still finish the pint. But well, it's also I think the thing with Ben and Jerry's, like if we're talking about if we're using the Tonight Dough as an example here, there are times like you'll eat and like you'll get like five or six bites in and you've hardly even had any ice cream. It's just so packed with toppings. Like you're getting brownie. No, it's always a good mix. It's always good. Mix. It's a well. I mean, the base is ice cream, so you're always gonna have some in there. But I feel like it's so packed with Especially like everything. If you get the core ones, they do a really good yeah, job. Yeah, well, of the core is because the it's in the center, right? Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. Like you're not supposed to actually get the top. It's, until you it's get never to the dead center, but it's always like a. It's core right in the middle. That goes it's supposed to be right in the middle. Down the thing. Yeah. And it, you know, it's kind of layers it out. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of this today. <laughs> uh, but like. I think Haagen-Dazs ice cream stands on its own. Like, their vanilla chip, to me, is one of my favorite ice creams of all time. Yeah, see, like, I, I taste it. I'm like, this needs a brownie with it. But I will say that when Haagen-Dazs, I don't want to say that they forget who they are and what they were built upon, but they do get a little bit, little bit ahead of themselves with some of their new toppings and flavors and stuff. Because some of their new stuff, not great. Like, they have, like, some stuff. It's, like, a peanut butter or something. It's not great. They have, uh, like, just leave that to the Ben & Jerry's people. You do what you do best. And that's, like, simple vanilla chip, chocolate chip, regular chocolate. Vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Nobody is coming to Haagen-Dazs. bean on, like, a chocolate cake or chocolate brownie. Right. Like, if you're you're looking for, like, toppings and infused crazy shit in your ice cream, you're going to Ben & Jerry's. You're not going to go to Haagen-Dazs. So don't try to – just make sure that your product is perfect the way it is. Or even the pre-packaged friendlies ones that are in some of the – grocery stores like the i don't know if i've actually uh, had pre-packaged friendlies i've had like briars they have some good ones edie's edie's is uh turkey hill um trying to think what the other options are i feel like those are the main three edie's briars turkey hill that i see yeah. a lot friendlies, friendlies is has pretty much everywhere though yeah friendlies is another good one i don't know if i've had Robbins friendlies as much baskin robbins is an interesting one I because it's, well it's not soft serve so it's, I mean, I think you can get soft serve there, but if you're going, you know, for the most part, it's like that hard ice cream, which is quite different than well, yeah, what but you're getting from like other the, places. The packaged one still, but. Right. But like, let's say, well, Baskin Even Robbins has since it, merged with every Dunkin' Donuts now, right? So if you go yeah. to, you know, Dunkin', I, w- I would never go there for ice cream. Never. Why would you go to Baskin Robbins then? I'm not, I'm not. Oh, you wouldn't go to bed is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 No, I'm never, I mean. Never going to Baskin. Baskin Robbins is hit or miss. It's not like. It's, I think it's miss and miss. Well, you either like hard ice cream or you don't. I like plenty of hard ice cream. I like Carvel's hard ice cream. I don't think I've ever had Carvel's hard ice cream. You just go for soft serve? I, in my entire life, and I've gone to Carvel probably upwards of like 8,000 times since I've been alive, I don't think I've ever gotten hard ice cream from there. So you don't get Sundays, you just get cones or something? Or you get carvalanches and shakes? I get Sundays, it's just like with the soft Soft serve. Soft serves? Yeah. Baskin Robinson scooped... uh, yeah, like out of those big Sundays. bins where they gotta like get low and like scoop them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the make them work. Yeah. I can get that. You know, that's what I get from my freezer. I can have it from my freezer. But Same it's fact. from Carvel. Yeah, but it could have been from my freezer. The soft serve, you got to go to Carvel to get. But if we're talking about taste, it tastes different, and then they have so many different sure flavors too. You know, like they have the triple chocolate brownie. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know their hard ice cream flavors because you're limited to. The three flavors that come out of their soft serve machine. Yeah. <laughs> and those three are excellent. Unmatched by any. Unless we're going to talk about it. Well, know. even Cold Stone doesn't have soft serve, too. No. But that has a different feel to it because it's, uh, you know, so Cold Stone is almost like the circus of ice cream places, you know? You got every, I mean, it's just, there's so much going on. It's just, you. it's impossible to, like, narrow it down to one thing. 
I mean, you start out, you walk in there, and it's like, you know, you got your trapeze artists over here. They're banging shit on the cold stone. They're going yeah, like you, this. You ever tip them? No, I don't think to so. To see what they do? No. What do they do? <laughs> they sing. They have to sing when you tip them. Really? Mm-hmm. What do they sing? Uh, they have, like, this song that... Well, that's like Johnny Rockets. Have you ever uh, had that? They just do... Johnny Rockets just does that intermittently, right? They yeah, perform. Like they'll just break into, it's like, not because of the YMCA halfway through bringing you your burger. Yeah. But, like... Cold Stone is like the best way I could describe it is like it's the circus of ice cream places because there's just so much going on. Like you, it's not even like when you're picking out your size, it's not even normal. Like it's not small, medium, and large. <laughs> it's like a crackhead. It's like it, love it, and gotta have it. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, that's the first thing where you're like, all right, whatever. I'm gonna. I feel weird, I like but I, I have to tell the person that I want to love it, and then I have to like look up all the different types of combinations that they have, or I can make my own. There's so much going on. It's like a three-ring circus. There's tigers over here, trapeze artists over here. There's a cannon over here. Yeah, you distract it immediately. I don't fall for the gimmicks. I, I I keep it pretty simple usually. I unfortunately fall for the gimmicks. I'll get like some crazy explosion banana peanut butter Milky Way, like, you know, like something that they have created that I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll give this a shot because I can't limit myself to just pick one topping to put in there. And then it's like, okay, now I finally pick it. Now I want to watch it. It's like, you know, you when you see, watch uh, your... Uh, our friend, the uh, guy who's drinking the cranberry juice on the longboard. Yeah, yeah. The Ocean Spray saw the video and gave him an entire truck filled with Ocean Spray cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> cranberry juice? Money on your period? Yeah, I've never seen... What some movie? I don't know. Departed. Yeah, I, I thought you were just being serious. I've I've never seen nah, someone. A, I think it's a big just period. Thing. Drink cranberry juice like out of a bottle by itself. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. Well, he loves it, which is why it makes that video so much money. You like cranberry juice? I don't. I don't, I don't think, think I've ever had I, it. I definitely never took a. I've had like a vodka cranberry or like a cranberry. Well, cocktail. then that's cranberry juice, but with vodka. So yeah, take out the vodka, but, and would you like it? Yeah, maybe. Ocean. It's I mean, not, it's not my go-to. I think uh, it's refreshing, juice. right? It's supposed to be refreshing. It definitely wouldn't be my go-to juice. What is your go-to juice? Just like a regular like fruit punch. I think my go-to juice is apple. I love apple juice. You still get it's good. You still get like those moths. You know, like those even like the uh, Capri Suns. Put the straw. In. Yeah, you still love Capri Suns too. Those are good. Orange juice, very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Orange juice is great. Mimosas, made out of orange juice. Lemonade. Not a huge lemonade guy, but I do love some lemonade. I like orange juice and I like uh, apple juice. You like milk? Yeah, I like milk. I like drinking milk, but with cookies or like some kind of pastry. I used to drink a lot more milk cake. than I do now. Like, I don't really, like, the other day we bought milk for the first time in, like, a long time. Do you just drink it on its own? Will you drink it on its own? Um, I love I love it with my Oreo cookies. Yes, well, of course. It's milk's favorite cookie. But will you go in there on your own it's when you don't have Oreos? Also. Yeah, probably mine, too. Probably mine, too. Are we talking about, like, pastry cookies, too? Because in that case, it's a rainbow cookie. I mean, you're a big bakery guy. I don't go to bakeries. Huge bakery guy. But Oreos are just 10 out of 10. Chip Ahoy. Uh, Chip Ahoy's are great, too. But Oreos with milk, yes. I see what you're saying. I like the chunky Chips Ahoy. You put them in the microwave for mm-hmm. a little bit. The uh, almost, like, brown box. Yeah. You got the blue box, which is a standard Chip Ahoy. The red box, which is the soft, chewy Chip Ahoy. Standard you could put in the microwave, too. And then I don't like the red, the chewy. You don't like the chewies at all? I don't like the chewies. Okay. I'd rather soften up the hard ones. The chunk? The chunk or the OG okay. blue. You like the Keebler? Cookies? And I feel like the Chips Ahoy in the blue, the small sleeves, taste better than the big sleeves. I will agree that they do have a different taste. It's, and I don't it's know why weird, it is. but they're better, right? I don't know why it is. Yes, you're absolutely right. They are better. I, even feel I don't that know way. about better, but they have a different taste. I even feel that way sometimes about Oreos. Like the small sleeves are sometimes better. Yeah, it's weird. Than the big. It might just be the plastic to box ratio because the ones that come in like the box, you know, like you pop the box open. And then the Oreos now, you have the sleeve, you pull it back. It could be mental too that it tastes better because you enjoy it more because you have less of them. Yeah, that could be a good point. But I think. Like, oh, I only have four of these. I'm going to enjoy them. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy whether I eat four or I eat 44. Like, I, you know, they're just delicious. But if you eat 44, you don't savor each one. Each one. I don't know if that's the case. There's definitely a, something's different. We should get the Nabisco people on the show. Nabisco, one of the great American products 
out in this country right New now. New York. They run everything. New everything York. delicious came, came runs out of through New York. Nabisco. They have crackers, cookies, everything. It was one of the, I think it was the fourth oldest building in Manhattan. Nabisco? Yeah. What a great product. We should cut this off and send it to them because, they, you know what, they deserve a shout-out. I don't think <laughs> Nabisco gets nearly the credit that they deserve. What else do they have? They got Oreos? Yeah, they have like those, uh, like, you ever see like those Nabisco, you have like the cheese and crackers? Yeah, I don't get those. I enjoy those. Those are nice. Those are nice on like a, you know, pre-barbecue day. Have what a about little, those? Cut a little cheese. A little they gouda. have those peanut butter ones too, actually, right? I think that's them too. Yeah. I, and I think uh, they have something else too. I forget what it is. Nabisco. We can look it up, Nabisco products. But Nabisco, no way, shape, or form do they get the credit that they deserve. They are just so <laughs> Who's discredited good. Them? Huh? Who's discrediting them? You just don't hear people saying, you know, like, Nabisco, great job. Mm. Everybody deserves a pat on the back every once in a while. And I feel like Nabisco is front of the line. Front of the line. They have been serving up. And here's the I other mean, great I've, thing. I I've mean, I've been monetizing them for a long time. Yeah, so have I. And, you know, I'm very proud of it. But here's the, other, them. here's the other great thing about Nabisco. They consistently innovate <laughs> and get better. You know, they're not just stuck in one place. Like, you could say... Ah, some of their... Uh... No. They have taken the Oreo, which is Milk's favorite cookie. Some would say America's favorite cookie. And probably the world's favorite cookie, if we really want to go nuts. Right? They've taken that, and they said, how can we make this better? This is probably, I would say, about 20 years ago. How can we make this better? It's already the best. How can we make it better? That kind of mindset is excellent. And what it came out of that? The double stuff. And that's where we're at See, now with the double stuff. So, like, I like the original, of course. I love the double stuff. I think they're but actually up to, like, triple stuff now. They came out with the triple and the mega stuff. Yes. Don't like it. Is it just because it's too much? It's not even that it's too much. It tastes different. Okay. I see that they also have a... Double uh, perfect. Double stuff is perfect. It's perfect. I think And they, then the... Um, they also have, a, like, a... The seasonal ones. Like, yes. the orange yes. and the red. Yes. And Which then, they have mint. I think there's a mint now. Yes, I don't like I don't like the gimmicky shit. Okay, apple pie. I think they have one. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. All I'm saying is that they're never stuck in one spot. They have a Fourth of July one that they put the little like pop rocks in them. Hate it. You don't like that either. No, they like pop in your mouth. It's disgusting. Okay. Be that as it may, they're constantly evolving. Look what they've done with the Chippehoy. They should just Chunky, make soft. D- double stuff should be the new standard, and that's it. They just make double I, stuff, double stuff, me, double stuff, double stuff. To me, double stuff is by far, they're in a way, their most highest-selling product. It has to be. Original, probably. But Well, yeah. actually, Not double anymore, stuff in the sleeve. <laughs> you think those are more popular? I think those are more popular for kids going to school. Well, no. I just I think it tastes even better. Something about the small quantities tastes better. Vending machines have those. Yeah. The sleeves. Mm-hmm. I want to get a representative from Nabisco on the like, show. Does it taste different? I want to stand up and give him a standing ovation. Or next week we're doing a blind taste test. Deal. I love that idea. Okay. That's a great idea. You know what I've also debated doing a blind taste test idea of? Because I swear, and people call me insane. Let's, let's, let's pick out a bunch of stuff to do blind taste tests on. Right. People call me insane. I've said this we'll to people We'll do the before. ice creams. Yeah, I agree. Perfect. M&M's. You like peanut M&M's? I do. The yellow ones taste better. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I would be able to do a blind test, taste test on that too. They absolutely taste different than the other ones, and I don't know why it is. And I swear if I had my eyes closed, I could pick which one was yellow. Those yellow ones slap. They slap. Yes, they do slap. I don't know what that means, but they slap. <laughs> and, I, and I would do, definitely do a blind taste test, and I would put money on the table that I could pick which one was the yellow one because I, I think that they I have a significantly different taste. If we get a pack of double stuff and a and a sleeve of double stuff, mm-hmm. I think I could pick which one came from the sleeve. I also think that if we put Edie's, Briars, Friendly's, and Turkey Hill on the table and we had a scoop of each one, I could tell you which brand was which. Okay. I absolutely could. My my taste buds, years of ice cream eating, cookie eating, M&M eating, they're honed. I know what I'm eating now. And I guarantee you I could t- tell you which one was different. This is a good idea. We're also going to do – should we talk about the buffalo wing challenge that we're going to do? Yeah. So Not exactly an enjoyable taste test. Which I actually, yeah, I wanted to, off the air, we'll Discuss talk, that? talk it again. But okay. yeah, we're going to do a uh, the hot ones challenge. We have uh, secured six of the sauces. You know, what are the other ones? Grill up. Uh, no, I think we're just going to do the six. Good with the six? Yeah. 
Um, I think it's like six of the hottest from like last season of the show. And um, wow, we're gonna grill up some wings. It's gonna be four of us. Four of us, and yeah. we are working on getting a moderator to ask us tough questions. Yes, almost as if uh, I don't, you know, not to promote another show, but the show Hot Ones. You know, Very good. If you give that a shot, go check that out. They've had a lot of celebrities on. It's almost like a difficult challenge to eat some of the hottest wings on earth and then be asked a question about life that you then have to answer while your lips are on fire. That's what we're going to try to do. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll try to pick out a date for that. But I like this taste test idea with the ice cream, the cookies, because you're absolutely right. There are significantly different things. I think we should do the taste test, and then if we're proven correct that these things taste differently, we should have a Nabisco spokesperson on to tell us maybe they'll why. sponsor it we should hit them up before absolutely they honestly nothing would make me prouder than to dress garage 109 in nabisco products <laughs> i'll put their logo wherever they want seriously i'll put it over the garage honestly box. i would put oreos on my goddamn christmas tree as like just dang like ornaments you know i think whatever they want i also want with, to we'll tell take. them to stop doing the gimmicky bullshit nah yeah. let them do it because i'm there are some people who like it i guarantee you they wouldn't mm. keep doing it unless some people liked it I'm going to stick mega, with the original. Mega stuff? It's like Hagen Fuck you, mega stuff. Nah. Double stuff. Double's where it at, I agree. Double should be the new single, and then don't do anything else. You can't eliminate the original. What else? Like, what else? Nabisco definitely. How do you feel about Pepperidge Farm? Uh, I like their bread. Bread? Um, That's where you went with that? Pepperidge Farm has a lot of good bread, don't they? Not like one of their things? Um... Maybe. Yeah, see, like, look at Nabisco. They have Wheat Thins. Wheat Thins are theirs. Ritz, Ritz Crackers Chips are theirs. Boy. Ritz. Uh, Teddy Graham Grams. Crackers, yeah. Teddy, Teddy Grams. Grams. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they're just a great a great company. But let's look at... Uh, I'm going like to look at... Pepper Farm has, like, Milano cookies. You headquartered like Milano cookies? in East Hanover, New Jersey. So there you go. You, I'm gonna you don't like those little... Uh, Packages of cookies that you get at like gas stations and Seven Elevens of Pepperidge Farm. Yeah, I like those. I know what you're talking about. Those are good. And uh, Milano cookies, I'm pretty sure. I like Milano's a lot. How do you feel about the Keebler Elf? What are they even like? What are their main products? Yeah. Well, so they, and again, I, I don't want to like Sausalito cookies. I don't want to bash. Yeah, those are good. I like the white macadamia nut. I don't want to bash the um, the Keebler Elf people, but I feel like they've just kind of knocked off Chip Ahoy and kind of been like, okay, how do we take their cookie and like develop it in our own way? So they put M&Ms in theirs, which is kind of like, it's good. I eat it. Um, not a Chip Ahoy. It's not an Nabisco product. You could tell that right away. But Keebler Elf, solid. Solid. I'm trying to think of like what a Keebler product that I've had is. I've had their cookies probably the most. Oh, they make those little wafers with the fudge on them, right? Yes, with like the fudge on the, like the, the circles and the fudge is on one side. These things. Oh, those are good. Yeah. But I'm talking like the wafers. They're like sticks. Yeah. I think that is them. And then, uh, like, what's their classic? Yeah. Like these, cookie? but with, uh, these, but with fudge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those are good too. Yeah. Keebler Elf's another fine product. <laughs> they're no Nabisco, but they're good. You started out bashing them, and you're like, no, yeah, I, I like. No, those. I just <laughs> said, listen, they're no Nabisco, but they are good. I mean, they they've sealed the number two slot for me in terms of like. Uh, I wouldn't even know what it is. I love my Milan cookies. Pepper and Farm. that's Pepperidge Farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pepperidge Farm is good too. I'm trying to think. Pepperidge Farm has also kind of cornered the bread market. Um, even though I think Wonder Bread, just throwing it out there, I, I love Wonder Bread. I'm a big uh, Martin's Potato Bread guy. Who? Martin's Potato Bread. I love potato bread. Like those potato rolls? Yeah. Big I don't fan. even get regular white bread. I get, like, potato bread. Mm. If I'm going to get white bread, it would be Wonder. I feel like Wonder's just yeah. soft, nice crust, delicious. Which, that they changed, too. I feel like since... Growing up, I've noticed like uh, that changed a few. A times. gradual change in the Wonder Bread changed uh, a few times. The okay. recipe, interesting. I mean, it's like, I mean, I don't know how much you could change bread. I feel like you could definitely change bread a lot. Think about how many different breads there are. No, I mean, like, how many times, how many ways can you change white bread? Oh, it's probably just different ingredients because they're trying to make Level it have bigger shelf lives and healthier, perhaps. Maybe 
or less healthy. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I'm going to try to – I'm going to reach out. It's our time. When, when I'm done with is my – This is um, the first episode that Rich is running the board, and I'm like – I have no bearings of how much time we've been talking. You have no bearings on whether or not we're even recording. <laughs> See, I play that joke on him every time. Yeah, I mean, according to this, and we're, uh, we're rolling. We're at one hour and one minute. One hour and one minute. Yeah. And 15 seconds and counting. 16, 17, Pretty good. Right? Not bad. That includes your uh, sound check. Which yeah, so really we're, prob- we're probably at like 57 minutes. But when I'm done reaching out to the Lakers PR people after they win this championship so that we get like, you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron to come in here with the Larry O'Brien trophy, you damn, you could bet I'm going to I'm gonna reach out to Nabisco. Cause I'm going to give them a follow right now. We also have to, yeah, let me do the same. And follow them on the Garage Party yeah. website. And uh, also we should discuss, uh, we can discuss it off the air. The, and the blind we'll, taste we'll test. We'll bring it to the people, yeah, the blind taste test. Because I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I think I can do it. I'm fairly cur- like certain that I let's, can let's figure out which is which. Let's pick which of those we want. We want to do Oreos with a sleeve and not sleeve. Yep. And then we're going to do... But how do we... I guess we just put them all the products on the table, and then I blindfold myself. You give me the cookie. You blindfold yourself. I give you the cookie. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then we can get like a pack of M and M's, and we can like tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Which I guarantee you, the yellow ones taste different. I know what they do. I don't know why, but they do. Yeah. See, like the M and M's, do I have to give you a yellow, or do I have to give you an M M&M and M and say what it, color what is co- it? No, no, no. Don't say what color. Just say, ask me if it's a yellow, because the red, brown, green, they all taste. See, the then same. you have a fifty-fifty chance of it. Almost a 50 chance of being yellow or not. Yeah. But that's the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe you give me like, no, no, no. Here, how about this? We lay out a paper towel and there's four M&Ms on the paper towel. Mm -hmm. You set up four M&Ms. I have to eat all four and tell you which of the four was the yellow one. Okay. There's one yellow in there. Mm -hmm. I just have to tell you which one was the yellow. Maybe I'll, I'll bring something for you to cleanse your palate in between. A little M&Ms. lemon sorbet? Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> a cracker. A Not saltine. Bad. A saltine cracker? Is that supposed to cleanse the palate? I don't think so. I don't think so. I thought it was. It'll make my palate salty. What do you think? Isn't, isn't that why cracker. they do, like, with a I, wine t- testing, they do crackers because it clean, cleanses the palate? I always thought wine was a cheese thing. Wine I think cheese. That, I think that's just, like, a pairing. But, like, they give you the cracker... At the testing to cleanse to, the palate to like yeah if when you're testing different wine you can give it a shot I mean I like thing? I like saltine crackers I'll eat it <laughs> <laughs> I won't say no I'll still eat the cracker whether it cleanses the palate or not so it doesn't really make a difference but yeah we can give that a shot yeah well uh, we'll set this up I think this is a good idea and then we're gonna do the hot wings challenge we got a lot of exciting stuff in the uh, coming down the pipe for us here at uh, the Garage Party Podcast we're also gonna go whale watching in a couple weeks we'll have to give you an update on that I feel like we can get some fun content out of Cape Cod for the Garage Party Podcast yeah we're gonna try to go to uh, Cape Cod at the end of October for Halloween and uh, with a with a special guest who one day you will be Bisco puts up a lot of recipes yeah well of course they do they're they're a great company um, I'm gonna reach out to the, to the Nabisco people but a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe for us the month of October it's a beautiful month great month one of the best months ever got everything usually this month is obviously a little different october 2020 because you know sports are kind of in a a wild area but usually october has everything not exactly limbo that's not the word but yeah it's not limbo but usually october has everything the weather's beautiful little breeze coming into the garage through our six window hole our six hole window i should say no mets baseball no mets baseball done until further notice we'll find out when that is but with a new owner so uh, not approved yet. Not approved yet. Hopefully approved in November. Fingers crossed. But good stuff for us in uh, in October. We got a lot of fun stuff for you guys, content wise. We got some taste testings. We got some hot wings challenges. We got some whales. We got everything coming down the pipe for us here at the Garage Party Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. I can't emphasize enough the importance of subscribing on YouTube now. Well, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I can't emphasize enough though. You need to subscribe on YouTube because you need to see the setup that we have here. Spotify is cool. Like, if you're listening to us on Spotify, we appreciate it. But go to our YouTube and check it out when video? you have a chance. Huh? Does Spotify have video? It does because Joe Rogan has it. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, well, we're not Joe Rogan. 
No, like I've tried to play his videos on it. It doesn't work. Like it works for me. You could play his video on. Mm-hmm. Like how do you even get, how do you get to it? What do you mean? His uh, videos. Well, you go to podcast. I go to the podcast. Joe Rogan. And yeah, it's just a, like a thumbnail. Okay, there he is, right? Uh huh. Click him. Play. Click it. Well, mute mute it so we don't get arrested. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work for me. I don't know why. That doesn't work for you. Maybe I have to update the app, which is something we could talk about off off the air. The air. Be sure to subscribe. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Google Podcasts, again, emphasize YouTube. I want you to see this, the setup that we've developed here in the garage. And some of the productions that are coming. Because so, like, uh, yes. the hot ones will probably be only on YouTube. There's a good chance of the, the taste, taste test, test will as well. probably be solely yeah. on YouTube. Probably won't. Neither of those things will be in an episode or really mentioned in any further episodes. It'll just be right. YouTube content, Instagram content, and yes. uh, so maybe while we're not, Twitter. We're not limiting ourselves by moving exclusively to YouTube. We are going to be putting a lot more content on the YouTube that yep. w- that you will see on Spotify. So, if you have access to YouTube, subscribe to us. If you don't, make an account and subscribe to us. That's the best way I can put it. Make sure that you uh, you're able to see our setup and see us burn our faces and off. Share with it and send it to your friends and yeah. repost it on your book face and repost uh, it. Hopefully, the you know within the next couple months, this garage uh, will have Nabisco just everywhere. We'll have crackers over there, some Oreos over here when they sponsor us, some product placement right here. Yeah, maybe Budweiser. It's a nice... Uh, Nabisco a, and Budweiser, one a, side. Yeah, one I love that. Side. It's a nice have the prime placement. Prime placement. Call Post Malone, get his wine in there. Little uh, Mason number nine. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Call... Uh, who else has something? Connor. Connor McGregor. Proper 12. We'll put some proper 12 right Proper 12, the, post, the Irish person's whiskey. Wine. Yeah, it's good pa- stuff. Powered by uh, proper... Proper, proper nine, proper twelve, nine. proper twelve. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine whiskey. It's the Irish person's whiskey. Put a little sticker or banner, or any brand. So, you want to sponsor us? Local, We're open for business. Bu- local businesses. We're open for business. Look at it, you and Nabisco. When we try to have the spokesperson on, maybe we'll try to uh, get a little yeah. product placement out of it. You know, as you can tell, uh, that Weber one didn't pan out. We don't even have a Weber. We have a next grill. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it did not pan out. No. But be sure to subscribe. SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Episode 18, a good one. See you next time. I'm only going to hold the fingers up. You got to hit stop. It recorded, right? One would hope. <laughs> <laughs>